Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Jorianne, the Coffee Psychic, your host. Uh, this is your Psychic Connection. Welcome to the show. Um, you know, I always like talking to you guys about what's happened during the week or things that have happened psychically and stuff. And um, I've had some uh, some interesting things happen over the last couple of weeks. Um, as you know, um, I believe I was sharing with you guys that I was having dreams. I was having uh, my you know my dead sister coming again, and then there were a couple of people that did pass away that were uh, in the family or close in the family. Um, I've talked with other people about um, who else gets these psychic impressions before people pass, do you? Um, if you guys have had any experiences like that, call into the show. It's, um, you know, no matter whether you're psychic or not psychic, uh, sometimes it's really, you know, the the gifts that we have are not always the easiest gifts to have or to experience, but they're still wonderful. And I, and I, I of course, always live my, my life by to be forewarned is to be forearmed. Uh, because sometimes there are some things that are sentiment, and sometimes they're not. Some things you can change. So I think that's one of the things that I like about uh, people having spiritual gifts and being able to share them and stuff. So I also had some recent feedback. Now, I love it when I do the psychic readings or, you know, the exorcisms. You know, I do uh, exorcisms for people with, uh, say, if they've got spirit attachments or they've fallen into depression or they know somebody that has had that experience, and um, I normally walk, work with my daughter, Terry Doolin. We're both uh, Reiki master healers, and um, we do exorcisms together. I had just seen one of my clients from, um, I haven't seen her for a while. We actually did a clearing on her sweetheart, and this uh, gentleman had had a lot of difficulty uh, he had some drugs and he was smoking, you know, drug issues, things like that. He was in a lot of pain, however, but, you know, a lot of people that have had injuries, and you probably know people yourself like this, when they've had these injuries, it's real easy to become addicted to the painkillers, uh, in which this person did. And a lot of times people have a lot of mood issues when that happens as well. Anyway, uh, she just informed me that not only has her sweetheart stopped all of the drugs he also quit smoking and he's also dealing with the the pain of the back injury through other medical means um like he's going in for pain control and stuff like that so all of the drug things that were going on gone so i was really delighted to hear about that so again whether it's a psychic reading whether it's um you know, anything else that you guys would like to share feedback with me, you know, please give me a call. Let me know um, what's happened for you. And if you guys have any psychic stories, give us a call. We'd like to hear what's gone on with you. All right. So right now I'm going to go ahead and go to the phone line, and we're going to uh, see if you guys have any psychic stories or if you have any, um, you know, like the things that I experience. Do you guys have dead people coming to you? Do they tell you things? I'd love to hear it. All right, so let's see who's on line. 
Hello, caller. Hi. Hi, who is this? Hi, my name is Tanika. Hi, Tanika, how are you? I'm okay. I think I'm kind of going through similar, like, you just kind of having an emotional evening. Okay, okay. What's on your mind, honey? Just, um, well, I uh, just definitely am curious about love and relationships for me in the future. I'm Usually, I don't usually ask about it too much, and um, I've always been optimistic because there's someone that I start feeling for. So, we're not together, and I've just been working on myself, and this evening I got a few readings where um, they just were saying really bad, negative things, and now I'm kind of reeling. And last night I had a weird dream, um, so I'm kind of emotional right now, and I don't want to be thinking negative about about him and about us. And they were just not saying good stuff, and I don't like that. I'm not saying I'm in denial, but, you know, they have a You know, and then last night I had really weird dreams, um, I think I was in some place trying to keep control of things, and I got my period. So I don't okay. know what that means. So that's what's going on. So that's what I'm going to right Well, now. I know that, um, you know, you always want to go for your dream interpretation books, and uh, I'm not sure what the menstruation part would be, but I, I think, you know, you said you are in a place and you are trying to keep control of things. Um, sounds like you're trying to keep control of things when you really have no control of them, actually. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And, um, I, you know, when I hear about the, the menstrual cycle, that's like a flushing away or a releasing or a letting go of something, you know, because you no longer need that in your in your womb, in your uterus, to go ahead and build anything with because it's being released mm-hmm. from the body. So it kind of sounds like your dream, to me, might be indicating that you're starting to let go of some of this around this relationship. Does that make any sense for you? It does. Um, Good. I'm not with him, and I don't try to contact. You know, I just, I'm just trying to improve myself. But Good. I tried to date. I tried to date, and it just didn't feel right because this is one person that I still have feelings for. And, I mean, I'm trying. I'm going on with my life, but I just feel like it was really special and it means sure. something. But sure. I don't know. Well, can I ask his first name, honey? Yeah. His first name is Nick. Nick, okay. All right. Well, let me go ahead and do a quick little spread here for you. You know, it's really hard when two people break up because you know it's a, a grieving process and you know that um, it there was life in that relationship. So with there being life and there's no longer there, it's it's just exactly what I opened with the show tonight. It was around death when people die. Mm-hmm. And the difference between people dying and breakup of relationships is death is, is final. You know, you can't call them back into a human body. They have crossed over. Their life cycle on Earth has, has ended. And and therefore, you have the memories of them, right? Right. But when you break up with somebody that's still alive, that, that creates a different process for people. And I think sometimes, I mean, sometimes we're even angry with people when they die because it's like, how could you die? I You know, I needed you. But when you're sitting here and you've had a breakup with a person that you're in love with, 
and they then go on to have a different relationship with somebody else, and they appear to be very happy. I mean, I'm telling you, that has created a lot of anger and resentment, you know, uh, which is just an emotional experience. But there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of processing people need to do when there are breakups and stuff. Just like right. that, it's still it's you still have to have closure. You still have to have closure, but it's still it still kind of carries on longer because they're alive and you can still see them. And there are so many different different dynamics around it, you know. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, let me take a quick peek here between you and Nick, honey, and um, I will I will tell you what I'm getting from Nick. I don't know if this has been your experience, but I get a sense of him turning away from you, and I get a sense of coolness or coldness around him. So did he kind of emotionally close off from you, Tanika? I think so. Uh, I think that's how it ended. And he also had an affair, didn't he, honey? Or who had the affair? Because right away the affair card just got out here. I'm pretty sure he did. I didn't find out um, exact proof about it, but... It ended, and I'm pretty sure that had to do with it. I'm I'm pretty sure, too, honey. And so here's the thing, too. So he didn't have the courage to have a communication with you to say that you're, to say, excuse me, to say that he was done with your relationship. And that's, you know, and um, I think for everybody, it's very difficult when you're in a relationship and suddenly you're thinking, you know, this is not working for me. How can I tell my partner? And some people don't find a way of telling their partner, but yet they go out and have affairs and stuff like that, and eventually that's going to end in disaster most often. Now, some people can rebuild their relationships when they examine what was missing, and they both agree to work on it. Um, but a lot of times people find affairs very offensive and unforgivable. So, um and sometimes people are doing it, and they're not even. Uh, sometimes they don't even know why they're stepping out of the relationship. You know, they're just making really, really poor choices. So, uh, but it looks like there was an affair there, and I feel that uh, Nick has closed off from you, Tanika. So um, it kind of sounds like he wasn't. And let me ask you this: Did he communicate to you that something was missing in this relationship, and you guys just weren't able to bring it back together? No, um, and it's been a while since we've been together. It, it, it ended in August 2014, but no, he didn't. But I, I sent stuff. It was like a building. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really hard because you know, the other part is sometimes these sort of things will happen, and the other person says you're crazy because they don't want to admit it, and then you're sitting there questioning yourself when you know intuitively you're picking something up or something's wrong. You know what, you guys. Your partner will always know. They will always know deep down inside, or even psychically or spiritually, that something's wrong, something's not right, or that you're even, you know, stepping out. So sometimes uh, it's just better to have that really difficult uh, coming to God conversation and letting your partner know that something's not right, and giving them the opportunity to try to correct it. And then if you guys can't correct it, you know, then you know, just agree that you guys you know, can't make it work, and then, you know, leave being friends. I think that's one of the best ways to go. So, but I'll tell you what, honey, I think, my opinion, I think you're going to be coming into another relationship somewhere in between. Um, 
spring or fall of next year. I don't know, maybe it's going to be the summer months, but I see you finding somebody else that's sincerely a very lovely person, and I think you're going to be very, very happy with that person. All right? Mm. So so feel comfortable with letting me know what happens. And, um, you know, I always tell you guys, please feel comfortable. If you'd like a longer, more in-depth reading where we can really look at everything, you can give me a call at area code 219-940-9292. Again, that number is 219-940-9292. And, of course, check my website out at coffeepsychic.com. Janika, let us know what happens, honey. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to move on to the next caller now. Hello, caller. Are you there? Hey, how are you? This is Esther in Illinois. How are you? Hey, Esther. How are you, ma'am? I'm really good. Not a problem. Not a problem. I'm, everything is good. Um, I did have um, some good news, which yes. is they did call me back about the job, the Madison Square Garden one. But uh, I I called him back, but they called me, and the guy, his name is Ernesto, he left a message saying he wanted to talk to me about the job. Good. But they haven't called me back. (laughs) And I do believe I know something real soon here. I'm getting a feeling. And um, I did want to tell you the good news is the guy that was supposed to do my, um, his name is Aubrey, he did my, Loan. He got most of that already done, so I did get a pre-approval. So yes, I'm thinking, ma'am. I'm hoping that the job and the house will come before the end of the year, but I don't know. Can you let me know, Esther? I mean, there's good energy around there for you, and uh-huh. I like the I like the vibrations that I'm feeling around uh, Madison Square Garden, by the way. And okay. I just think some of those people just take a little longer. And, okay. and all the That's other things that they have to do. So I just want to ask you to be patient there. Okay. I will. I will. Because I oh. got a feeling that I'm getting ready. Even if I got the job, I probably wouldn't start till next year, which is normal. I know that. But right. I'm thinking, I see, a, I don't know, I've been having these weird dreams about a house. And I know my house is there, but are they connected, the house in Madison Square Garden at the same time, do you think? No. Okay. Not at all. Not at all. When I see Madison Square Garden, it is so it's so far away from your house. Right. It is. It is so far away, and I don't get I I get joy and happy and you know feelings work wise, but as far as living or house wise, positively not. No, ma'am. No way. All right. And call me back after. Yeah, call me back. I, am, you know, I want that feedback. I'm going to give you the feedback, and I thank you. You did say that guy would get my loan done, and he did. So Yay, that's right. You. I remember that. You did say that. So, Dorian, thank you so much. And one more thing. Am I looking in the – I'm in Lake Forest looking for a house. Am I in the right place? Um, It feels like that's right or in close to the vicinity, Esther. Okay, no problem. Thank you. I will call you back, though. I know you got other people on the line. Thank you, love, and Merry All right, Christmas. All right, ma'am. Have a great night. Thanks, Esther. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays. Thank you, honey. Bye-bye. All right. All right, bye. See, you guys, I always love the feedback. Um, you know, just to explain part of my process, 
when I go through a lot of these readings and um, pulling in the information, I normally slip into a little bit of an altered state. I ask the spirit guides for uh, information that you guys are supposed to be getting, stuff like this. So it's really not coming to me. It is coming through me. So it's not mine to retain in my memory banks. So that's why when you guys go ahead and share this information with me, I love getting it from you because uh, some of the stuff I remember because Esther has been a regular caller. We love Esther, and, um, you know, she'll go, she'll uh, get a lot of information, and then she calls back and shares it with us. So I really appreciate that, Esther. And um, I will tell you, I had, I had a woman come a couple of months ago, and some people ask me, how young of a person will I read? Do I read children? Well, I have read children. Of course I have. I've got eight grandchildren. And a lot of people say, well, you read my child. Or sometimes the kids are having psychic experiences and it scares them. And I really do need to sit with them and tell them that they're special and they're seeing angels and help explain what's happening to them. But I've read kids and this woman that came to me a couple of months ago said, Jorianne, you read me, I think it was about maybe 20 years ago, and she said she was 12 years old at the time, about 12, and she said that I told her that she was going to be traveling the world and she was going to be seeing everything and she was going to be reporting it to, like, the world, to so many people. She was going to be telling them about it and everything and she said today she says jury i and she goes you said other things that came true she goes but i am a, a reporter for for the station cnn and i was like oh my god are you kidding me she goes no everything you said came true now of course it was 20 years ago but what they say with children is that some things are set in cement for them because you can just look at a child and you go like oh my god that kid's gonna be a surgeon or or my god that kid you know you can see grease on their hands and you know, just looking at them, sometimes you can see around them, and they're going to love mechanics or be an engineer. Um, when I see those things, you know, I share that with people, and many times the parents too, um, but I let them know what I'm seeing. And I will say this, I'm just going to add this in here. Whenever I do read a young person who's under the age of 18, the parent must be present. I will not read children uh, or young people unless, the parents are present, and that's just the way I do my work, I, appropriate. Um, so if there's any misunderstandings, that the parents can help them understand what was said. And um, and just like all of us, you know, we're older, sometimes you can hear something that a psychic says, and it won't hit you right away. But when it happens, suddenly you're going like, oh, my God, that psychic said this would happen. <laughs> so... Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys, too. Uh, again, I love getting the feedback. It's very fun. So, all right, well, let's go to the next caller. And then I also was reading one of these crazy little magazines. I have a tendency of picking these things up every so often. So I want to share something from that uh, from that magazine as well. Hello, caller. Hi. Thank you so much Hi. for taking my call. You are welcome. Who is this? This is Samantha. Hey, Samantha, that's my granddaughter's name. How are you tonight? Oh, thank you. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So so what's on your mind tonight, honey? Well, I would really like to know um, 
what you see is, as I know it's really cheesy for a woman to be asking about love, but <laughs> yeah, that's the question. I'm not currently dating anyone, and I would just like to know if there are any good prospects coming in for the new but, year. Let me take a quick peek here. Well, I'll tell you what, it's not cheesy at all. I think that love and money are two of the biggest questions that I get for the psychic readings. Um, yes, I'm sure. Pretty much 24-7. 24-7. Sometimes it's lawsuits. Sometimes it's, um, oh God, investments. I'm trying to think of the things that I normally get. Sometimes there's difficulty. The between. winning numbers for the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a cute little story. I ended up having a woman come, and I'd done a reading for her, and I said, oh, my God, you're going to come into a sizable sizable amount of money. I said, there's a gift of money coming in here. She goes, I just won the lottery. And I was like, oh, wow. I know. That's what I said. And I said, how much did you win? She said, 250000 Now, guess where she lived? Illinois. Illinois, where they're having trouble with their deficit or something like that. And they have not paid out any of the lottery winners for I don't know how long, so long enough where they actually have some lawsuits going on against the state. Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's but I bad when your will. state yeah. owes you lottery money. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Anyway, all right, so you're looking for love. So I know she'll get her money, though, guys, by the way. She will end up getting her money. I'm so happy that she won won that lottery. That is so exciting. Yeah. All right, so, so Samantha, you've got a man here. Isn't there somebody around you, honey, that um, has already professed his love for you or something or that he cares about you? What is up with that? Um. Okay. I don't believe so. I mean, I was... Um, interested in someone for a little a bit of time but he's really immature and it just ended badly so I just don't speak to him anymore okay that I I mean that could be the one but I don't think so is there anyone at work that kind of likes you I don't think so I mean I honestly don't believe so I work at Starbucks (laughs) and all honestly all I'm all, I don't even see faces anymore. I just see drinks and, and orders, and I pass it along. And unless they come back <laughs> so for something sad. else. Or, I don't, I mean, I haven't been working there a, a really long time, just like a couple months, but right. no, not to my knowledge. And I'm so not I'm interested say in anyone if, I work with. If you're working at Starbucks, it could be some uh, client that comes in and orders his order all the time, places his order. That's that's kind of looking at you, smiling and liking you and stuff like that. So, I want you to start um, being a little more open and observant to your surroundings right now. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, we always have to check, you know, people out. But um, I see a man standing around you, kind of looking at you, kind of smiling. So, I'm not sure if he is one of the patrons or if he's one of the employees. So you'll have to wait on that and see what happens. Um, but I will tell you this, I know eventually you're going to get, be getting married because I see you at a church. And oh, I see wow. people throwing rice at you. That sounds really nice. I mean, I honestly never saw myself as a marrying type, I guess. So that's really interesting. 
<laughs> right? That, that's really interesting, and I haven't met anyone that will even think of marrying. So I'm like, wow. Well, it might take a while, and you know what's really interesting too, Samantha, is I suddenly had a a slight hint of an accent. And uh, do you date normally? What's your nationality, honey? I'm Haitian. I'm from the Caribbean. I live in of Haiti. Thank you. You know the accent I was hearing was Jamaica, man. Oh, oh no! Don't say that. Okay, now I'm saying it. Really certain it. Oh no. Huh? Now that you say that, I think I know who you're. No, I might be wrong. I'm okay. I I think I know if we're saying that I might know who you're speaking or regarding. Okay. I have a friend that I've been knowing since I don't even remember, like eight nine years, and he's Jamaican. He's from Jamaica. He has an accent. And he's he always said he has a thing for me, but I've never even thought of it like that because he's such a ladies' man that I just don't take him seriously. So I never oh. really paid attention to him. Now, what if he, what if he was um, so in love with you or committed to you that he could make a change? Because sometimes the ladies' men. <sighs> Damn it, they're so adorable, aren't they? But, <laughs> but what I can tell you is sometimes they're playing the field because they truly have not found the right person. And when they do, it's like, you know, eyes lock, hearts lock, and, you know, and then, they're, and then they know that they have found the right one and they don't have to continue looking. Um, so a lot of guys don't do it that way. You know, a lot of guys do, just like the ladies. You know, when they find the right one, they stop, and that's it. Oh, my God. So that could be the man because I, I clearly heard the Jamaican accent, and um, that could be the man that I'm seeing around you, honey. So maybe he is the one that's saying, look at me, look at me. Oh, God. Now I feel this sense of dread. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know what they say. It's too funny, Samantha, but they say, you know, um, it's not necessarily love the one you're with, but... If it's Mr., it's not always Mr. Right, but it might be Mr. Right for right now, which truly to me means you're having an interaction with somebody, you guys are having a, a friendship, a relationship. As long as you guys are not misleading each other and you're truly telling each other, yeah, I'm not 100% sure that I'm so in love with you, but I do, I care about you, I love you, I love to be with you, and, you know, let's go to the movies and dinner. Uh, sometimes things can develop into a much deeper relationship, and then sometimes they yeah. don't, you know? Oh, and I just was actually talking to my best friend about him, and I was like, never, I can't ever <laughs> see myself being with him. <laughs> and yet here he's coming up in a psychic reading, honey. That's too funny. That's hilarious and sad at the same time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. At least, at least you know, because we were looking, is there somebody in the future, and we have this man standing by you. So, again, it's it's free will, free choice. Uh, you know, um, how can I say it? They say if you don't, you know, how can you judge it if you don't try it? How will you know if you don't, you know, how do you know if you like it if you don't taste the cake? So, I mean, yeah. what's to say if you guys don't go out and start liking each other? But if you do find that he's a friend just like a brother, 
you know, like a brotherly love kind of thing, then you just, you know, you'd be honest and share with him. Thanks, but, you know, thanks, but no thanks. Yes. Very and true. let's stay friends, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. And he lives a block away from me. That's so... Uh, well, it's easier uh, to go out to me. dinner, honey. It's the only block away. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Pick me up. Let's just go walking, right? Pick me up yeah. in your car. Too funny. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to move on to the next caller. I wish you well. Give us a call back and let us know what happens. All right, Samantha? I will. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're so welcome. Hey, Merry Christmas, honey. You too. Bye-bye. Uh, all right. Take care. You know, I tell people sometimes um, Mr. Wright can be right in your own backyard, and I'm telling you, it is so, so true. I, I have known some people that have literally married their neighbors right in their own backyard. It is so cool. Okay, well, why don't we see who else is on on the line? Let's see who's next, guys. I think it's answering. It'll be answering any minute now. There it is. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi, caller. Who is this? Kay. Hi, Kay. How are you tonight? Okay. I'm gonna um I I I'm gonna ask you something like what Samantha just the lady that just called. Um All right. will it be a Jamaican man or the Indian man? <laughs> You're in Illinois, aren't you, Kay? <laughs> Yeah. All right. So now do you truly have the Jamaican and the Indian? Do I truly have them? Well, I have them, but I don't know if they're going to come back into my life. Maybe they're not going to come back. Got it. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Too funny. All right. Hey, you know, aren't you supposed to be paying more attention right now, Kay, to your, uh, number one, your vehicle, and haven't there been some things going on around your job, honey? Well, um, yes and no. I mean, you're right on both of those things. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because I know you're looking for love, and all of a sudden I saw these other things taking um, well, taking the yeah, forefront. Those like, are the two stuff. most important things. Yeah, yeah. Because there's cement- transportation issues. And also work stuff going on for you. Yeah, but since you since Samantha brought up, I was really calling you for those two <laughs> things. To be honest with you, yep. I was calling you for those two things. But when she talked, when she mentioned the Jamaican man, I was like, "Oh, well, is it the Jamaican man or the Indian man?" Got to ask. <laughs> I really called you for one thing, and then the lady brought the other, and then you brought it right back to what I was really calling for. I mean, initially, beautiful. Well, um, I'll say this too. I don't think it's the Jamaican man, okay? And the Indian man could come back, but he won't stay. There's a lovely man around you. I see him around you. He's uh, African American. He's very beautiful. He's got a round head, round face, not oblong. He's got a sweet face. He's a very strong man. Is he? Is, is he? Is, is he? Um, does he have a PhD? 
You see, I mean, he you may, like one he, of those intellectual. I knew it. It, it, it's it's one of those intellectual people, right? Like, was really well, he, he? He does go to church, Kay. Oh, I don't know about. No, I don't know if it's that, but I mean, when you said round head, I, I was thinking about the PhD person. <laughs> well, let me tell you this though: he's honest, he goes to church, and he's very, very loving. Oh, I hope it's not who I think it is. No, no. Well, he's got a really nice mom. I like his mom. <laughs> Honey, this man is lovely. This man that I'm seeing oh, in no, front of you is a lovely is, man. He, he, he is. He is a very nice person. But God, no, not him. I mean, his mom <laughs> is nice. I like his mom. But not the Jamaican or the Indian. No, 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 no. Not the Jamaican oh. for sure, because he can't stay. And then the Indian, it seems to me, will come, can come back, but will leave again. And I think you're looking for somebody that's sincere, that's fun, that wants to hold your hands when you guys walk down the street, go to movies, dinners, shows, things like that. And uh, neither of those guys that you've had in the past will stay. It's just not going to happen. Oh, God, not a church guy. Well, I don't know. I think it can happen. Yeah, well, I you know. just have to I mean, let me know. But what if it's now? What if it's a different guy, though, honey, than what you're thinking? I want you to keep your eyes open for that, okay? Because it might not be the one that you're thinking about. But this guy is—he um, is very smart, and he's very—he's a very good man. Okay. All right. Yeah, so let I, me know I, if you can. Whoops. Uh, let me know, okay? Because uh, I've got to move on to the next caller. But let me know what happens with that. Again, you know, the other guys can be coming in, but I just don't think they'll stay. So uh, we appreciate the feedback, and happy, happy holidays, Kay. All right, we're going to move on to the next caller now. Hello, caller? Yes, hi. Hi, who is this? This is Taryn. Hey, Taryn, how are you tonight? Good, how are you? Good, good, very well, ma'am. So what's on your mind? Uh... I just wanted to know if um, my husband was going to be getting a better job, if you've seen us moving. Okay, let's take a peek here. Karen, what's your husband's name, ma'am? Steve. Uh, I'm I'm getting yes to both your answers. I think he's getting a way better job, number one. And were you, did you have your two kids already? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, good, 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 yeah. good. Were you guys deliberating on having another child, honey? Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, he doesn't really want me more. I always wanted a girl. <laughs> All right, because I kind of, I, when I look at you, when I heard your name and your husband's name, I was going like, oh, they're supposed to have two kids. And then I got, Number three possibly popping up. Right now? <laughs> well, really close, actually. Um, and as far as the move goes, I think you guys I think you guys are going to be moving. It feels like there might be some opportunities that will be opening up for you. you and then... When? I've been really trying the last, like, couple of years. I've, just every, I've been having setbacks after setback. <laughs> I know. I hate when that happens. I think it's going to be around uh, probably probably March, okay. spring or summer, spring or summer, 
And I think you're going to be quite delighted. Yeah, quite delighted. Awesome. Quite delighted. And, you know, don't let anything get you down, Taryn. Don't don't do yeah. this. I think some people just stop you, and I think you allow them to dictate what you want to do, and you can't do that anymore, honey. You're way too smart for that. I know. I mean, so you're either baby thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now remember, the future uh, subject to change by choice. Choice is the word yeah. here. I told a woman, I haven't seen this lady in years and years and years. She's a real sweet gal, and she's out by by uh, Longwood Avenue out in Chicago. I just love this lady. I do house parties all the time and corporate events. So mm-hmm. if you guys ever want me for a house party, give me a call. Anyway, I've done several house parties for her and her family. And I told her during one of the house parties, I said, oh, my God, you're going to be having another baby. And you have to know her child was a teenager when I said this. Oh, and wow. and she was like, "There's no way," and I said, "Well, I don't know what to tell you, but that's what I'm saying." And so, I had gone back to her house for a party again, probably, Jesus, maybe five years ago, and there was a little infant crawling on the floor, a little boy, and she looked at me and she laughed. She says, "Guess whose child it is?" And I said, "I don't know." She goes, "That's the baby you told me I was going to have." Like. 15 years ago or something, 10 years ago. I said, are you kidding me? Beautiful baby. And sometimes when you think you're done, you're not always done. Mm-hmm. Well, do you see that baby as a girl? <laughs> um, let me see. I I want to say I'm not clear about that at this time. Okay. You have a 50 chance, w- though. <laughs> No. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really funny. I've heard some of those people saying that there's a certain kind of uh, douche that they make that, that'll help you have a girl. And I'm going like, you know, anything that's going to work with right? uh, changing anything around sperm or eggs or I'm going like, yeah. I'm not doing any of that. I want to take know. a chance to hurt my kid, right? I know. No, of course not. No way. And yeah. At the beginning of the show, you added uh, you wanted people to chime in and say things if they've had any psychic abilities and stuff like that. Oh, Um, yes, honey. uh, Well, I actually dream about people that have passed on. They come to me in dreams, so I don't know if you wanted me to talk about that or not. Yeah, what what have you had? What's going on for you? Um, Actually, it's really weird. Um, and actually you have come to my house and I talked to you about it. It was a couple of years back, but, um, okay. for some reason, the people that have passed on, um, they don't have to be close to me, but they always seem to come to me either for guidance or for help to help. I don't know if they need my help trying to pass on to the other side. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if I have some kind of portal to them or what, but they always seem to come to me asking for help but this one in particular this girl I had gone to high school with I had gone to to school with her from grammar school all the way through high school I wasn't very close with her but I knew Mm -hmm. her and she had passed away um a couple years back now it was probably almost five years ago and she she died in her sleep I think she took a sleeping pill drinking a sleeping pill whatnot yeah, sure. um, very unexpectedly. And so, anyway, 
I had a dream about her, and in the dream, um, she was in an alley dressed in normal clothes that she would wear, and she was running to me, and she's like, Taryn, help me. I'm lost. I can't find my way. And I'm like, okay, let me help you. And um, so then I, I don't know what I did in the dream, but later on, like a couple months after that, I had another dream about her, and in the dream, she was thanking me for helping her. Good girl. And when, when you came to my house for a psychic party, I remember you telling me that she came to you and told you that, yeah, you helped her find her way. I bet I helped her find her way. Oh, I I see. So that's yeah. that's what I tell people. I, I thought I recognized your voice, number one. So yay. Mm-hmm. And... um. And number two, that's what I tell people. I don't always remember everything that I say, but if I'm seeing mm-hmm. somebody dead and they said you helped them, you bet you did. Mm-hmm. So I don't I, know if you remember. Had, Go ahead. I've had dreams about four, about four or five people that I've either gone to school with or dead people in general in that same sense. Well, <laughs> there is a wonderful book, you guys, out there, and and this is the same as it's called uh, crossing people over. It's called spirit releasement. It's called soul rescue work. So that mm-hmm. means her soul. She didn't go up into the light as soon as she crossed over. She might have wanted to stay down here to, you know, visit some people or just get some unfinished business done, anything like that. And you know, sometimes people say that if people have crossed over doing drugs and alcohol, sometimes they're still in a fog when they kind of wake up on the other side. So that could be how she missed the bus. But -hmm. the point of the matter is there's a book out there called Spirit Releasement by William Baldwin. So if you guys like doing helping people crossing over, if you like doing exorcism work, please get that book. And, Taryn, just the way that you explained about the girl running in the alleyway, please help me, I'm lost, I'm lost. You bet you Mm -hmm. that's exactly what somebody would say because they became aware of the Mm -hmm. fact that they did not cross over and they need right. help. And the fact right. is, you are a shining light on the other side spiritually, so people can see you, mm-hmm. and then they will automatically draw to you and ask for help. So, you know, my mm-hmm. thought is, please, please keep doing your spiritual work. And I'm just I don't know how I got it, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I got a kick in the head myself. Actually, I got hit in the head with a bat. And after that, I started yeah. seeing things. So that's how I got my gift. Uh, but I will tell you guys... If you have somebody come to you and they say, I need help, or if you say, hey, is there anyone out there that needs help? I'll help you cross over. Normally you'll hear people pop into your head like, yeah, my name is Mary. And what you say is you say, okay, Mary, I want you to look over your left shoulder. When you do so, you will see a big beam of brilliant white light coming down from heaven. I want you to see that light. Do you see that light? You'll normally hear them say yes. Then you'll say, I want you to... See somebody next to that light that you knew that loved you when you were alive. You see that person, who is that? And many times you'll see a grandmother, a father that died, all this mm-hmm. other stuff. And and then you want to go ahead and say, okay, walk with them into the light. Once they do, then you'll see the door closing. Now, I'm going to share this one story with you because this really was a great story. I ended up doing a house party with this uh, with this one family. And when I got into the house, I just saw this lady. I was in the bedroom. And I told the lady, I said, you've got a ghost here. And she goes, oh, my God, my husband's going to be so excited that you saw this ghost. 
And she goes, I can't wait for him to come home. I'm going to tell him. And I was like, okay. Now, literally, this is not a joke. I went in and went to the restroom, and there was like a a knocking right behind me. And I'm going like, oh, my God, where would that come from? It couldn't have come from anywhere else. It was it was coming from the wall. There wasn't anyone in that house that would have been trying to, you know, mess with me because I asked people, you know, where the noise came from. So I know that it was a spirit. Well, when I started walking out of the house, uh, the wife had told the husband because he had just come home, and he said to me as a direct command, he goes, good. He goes, take her with you. As soon as he said wow. that, I got an instant headache, I mean a severe headache. And I had gone like, oh, that wasn't my plan tonight to take a dead woman with me. And, of mm-hmm. course, I wouldn't take her with me anyway. But I I walked out to the car with this. I mean, really, you guys have to know, it was like an instant migraine headache. So when I sat in the car, I started talking with this lady, and I got some information from her. And I told her, I said, okay. I said, I want you to, I said, I want you to go ahead and, you know, look over your left shoulder. You're going to see this great big light, this great big beam of light. So she saw that. And I said, now I want you to see somebody that loved you when you were alive on earth. And I stood there. And I was waiting and I was waiting. Nothing. I said, ma'am, I want you to see somebody that loved you when you were alive on earth. And you, this is the process, you guys. So you really have to wait because you have to go through the whole process. Nobody was coming. And I said, ma'am, wasn't there anybody that loved you when you were, when you were alive? And what I immediately saw was her seeing eye dog. Oh, oh my God. Wow. This woman was blind. So I guess in her lifetime she did not, and she was old. I mean, this was an old chick. She did not make a lot of friends. I don't know if she was cranky. I don't know what the deal was or if she was mm-hmm. just lonely. But her seeing eye dog loved, loved, loved her. And then they together walked her into the light. That was beautiful. And when you're doing this work, you guys just don't expect. You don't know what you're going to get when you're talking to the dead. You have to be there with them. You have to help them with what they're going through because guess what? They're just like you and me. They've had some issues. They're stuck, and you've got to help them. And then you're going to be helping them with, you know, what if they're Catholic and they don't have these other belief systems? What if they're Hawaiian and they don't have these other belief systems? There's so many stories of these dead people getting caught, but they can only relate to you and the Mm -hmm. help per what they knew when they were alive here on earth. So mm-hmm. I would just say, keep, Karen, keep doing your work because I'm telling you, this stuff is just amazing and good for you, honey. Good for you. I have, I have one question for you. If sure. you. If you see a bad future, something for somebody or as a kid, you see somebody dying in the future, do you tell them that, like for a kid or anything like that? If I see some difficult times that somebody yeah. might be going through, yeah. or you know how you say that you read for like little kids, how do you how do you tell them that? Um, if there was a if there was a little kid, you have to remember. I mean, we're all going to go through these challenges that we have, mm-hmm. and if there's um if there's a kid like say if a I mean a child can have a friend turn on them and that's devastating for them. Yeah. And and sometimes we'll have to you'll have to say, you know, did you have a did you have a separation? Did did a friendship leave you, a friend leave you? And mm-hmm. and then they'll say, Yeah. And then we just get to talk about well that was that was pretty crummy, huh? You know, and they're like, Yeah. You know, and then you, you really support them and you uh empower them. 
mm-hmm. you know, that everything's okay and, you know, you're going to be fine and you'll make other friends and things like that and maybe you could forgive this person if they hurt you. You know, you really kind of want to come from a place of empowering that person. Because we are all going to get through everything. We will, one way or the other. And it's all okay because everything's meant meant for us to go through these little lessons, as difficult and painful as they may be. You know, the hard Mm -hmm. part is we have such a great time in life. And in the funny times, we're not judging the fun. We're not judging the laughter. We're not judging any of that. We're just enjoying it. What we judge and get caught up in is the emotional stuff where we're either judging others, judging ourselves, you know, stuff like that where it's painful. It's all a part of the whole. Right. And I think in the difficult times, if we, if everything was just one big bowl of cherries, would we be able to spiritually evolve? Or is it through the difficult times that helps us build more character and become stronger? Exactly. That's what helps us, you know, spiritually evolve and move forward. Right. So we judge it as a negative, but in all reality, it's truly a very positive thing. It shows us who we are and what we can do with difficulties, you know? So. Well, thank you very much. (laughs) You're welcome, honey. You have a great night. And Merry Christmas. You too. You too. Thanks. Thanks, Karen. All right, honey. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Well, that was wonderful. Oh, my God, so many things. So you guys know, if you guys have other experiences like Taryn does or even any of the of the uh, dreams that you have, I mean, you know, I was sharing with you guys that this last couple of weeks I was having uh, the spirits coming and telling me that somebody not only was somebody going to pass, and my sister was contacting me too, my dead sister, but there was going to be more than one people, more than one person passing. And um, that that weekend there were three deaths. So um, so it's interesting. So if you guys have these experiences through dreams, through I've got one friend, and uh, her name is Sunny, and uh, she's been on my show a lot in the past, but we haven't talked to her for a while. Her aunt comes by her. When her aunt comes by her, she knows for sure that somebody's going to be in the hospital and be very, very ill. Um, so there are, there are just certain ways that we all have of being in touch with our spirit, spiritual selves and um, how we experience life and death, actually. So, all right, well, let's see who's next on the line here. Hello, caller? Hi. Hi, who is this? It's it's Rita again. <laughs> it's Rita? How are you? It's Rita. Good. How are you? The, good, good. What's on your mind, ma'am? It's Sarita. Remember me? I called yes, Sarita. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yes, how are you? Good, thanks. So, like, after we hung up and you told me that uh, all of a sudden I either was going to have a relationship or had a relationship where it just, like, ended suddenly, you were 100% accurate. Thank you. It was, uh, it just didn't, like, click at that moment, but after we hung up, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, she's 100% correct. I was seeing someone and it just ended up like like he fell off the earth. Like and you said that you see somebody in my future that's really nice. And I wanna yes. know if you see anything that you can tell me today. Well, now was I telling you about a guy that went to church? No. Okay. All right. So 
when I see somebody coming in around you, now I know that this is kind of weird, but uh, the person that I see that will be coming in around you, Sarita, is going to have dental problems. Now, I don't, (laughs) yep, now, hey, I mean, don't we all have issues every so often? Yes, (laughs) It would be great if if our teeth teeth were completely perfect. Um, So it's not that he doesn't want to get them fixed or worked on. He does. But it's just one of those little indicators that I'm telling you that that will be something that he's going to be dealing with. Okay. Okay. So you'll be able to identify um, this guy. And and even when I think about this man around you, honey, I see him wearing, it kind of looks like a dark blue suit, but I think there's also a brown suit that he likes too. Uh-huh. And not that he wears suits day in and day out because he does not, but uh, there are instances where he will be wearing suits. And, and i got to tell you, I'll just be honest with you, I'm seeing a funeral here. That's what I'm saying. So, you know what? I've been feeling that a lot. Have you? I've been, yeah, I have been feeling like there's that some someone is going to pass that's close to me, and I just want to shake that feeling off. Like, oh my God, no, that's not true. But I keep feeling it. Well, I will tell you that once these people crossed over a couple of weeks ago, um, my experience was it's like a pressure cooker, and oh. it's like all this pressure was going on. And then, uh, and again, we all know that we're going to cross over, we're going to go to heaven, we're going to, you know, um, ascend, things like that. But once those people crossed over, it's like the pressure just released from around me. So I knew it was complete. So you may end up having a similar experience that um, when you're having a sense that somebody's going to die, it's almost like you're waiting to see who it is or what's going on, unless you have specific information. And if you do, then... No, I don't. You know. I just yeah. had this weird feeling, and I was like, stop feeling like that. Why are you feeling like that? But I can't help feeling that way. It's just like... Well, you're kind of judging it, Sarita, though, is you're judging it, so you don't want to do that. Just go like, okay, okay this is what I tell people, and this is what I tell my spirit guides, thank you for the information. Um, is there anything I can do about any of this? And normally they'll say no, or intuitively, um, I guess I can give you an example. There was a street, there's a, a street called LaGrange Road, and um, there was a road, and I'm trying to remember, it was by 79th Street, and I turned on it, and suddenly, um, well, let me, let me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cancel that part. It was in my dream that I saw this, that okay. I was going down the street, I'm going down, turning onto LaGrange Avenue, and there's a gray car that flipped over in the ditch. In this dream, I saw this whole thing. It was like I was standing there watching it. I had actually taken a nap at my girlfriend's house, and I bolted up. And my heart heart was racing. I was going like, holy crap. And it was so real, because it was real. Mm -hmm. So I ended up calling all of my family members that had gray vehicles, believe it or not, there were four or five people at that time that had gray vehicles, and I called them all to make sure they were okay. They were all okay, so I felt relieved about that. But I couldn't I couldn't let it go, so I called the police department, and I said, I have to ask you guys, was there a report of a car accident at this location? It was probably about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. They said, as a matter of fact, there was. 
There was a gray van that flipped over in the in the ditch. So oh. I literally was more like astral projecting, and I was at the scene of the location, right, the scene of the accident, right. and I had I had psychically seen it, and then I bolted up and I woke up. So that's why it it seems so real to me because it was real to me. I was there. Hmm. So um, so there are some things you can do some things about. And I took action right away to call my family to see if they were all okay, those people that had gray vehicles. And, uh, but some things, you know, are just meant to be and we're just supposed to go through them. And we just get a little, we get a little bit of insight ahead of time. So, and so I wouldn't say shake it off. I wouldn't say shake it off, honey. I would try to learn how to access more information is what I would do. Okay. Okay. I will. Thank you for answering my questions. I always look at You're welcome, honey. And hi. I miss your grandson. Tell him I said hi. Oh, I will. I will. He's doing so okay. well. I know. I'm so excited. I follow you guys <laughs> on Facebook. Oh, I can't believe I'll tell him you said hi, honey. He looks wonderful. Okay. Thank Doesn't you. <laughs> Thanks, Sarita. Okay. Uh-huh. Bye. All right. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. All right. Oh, you guys, let's see. Um... We have, and it's almost time to end the show. We have one more listener. I just, you know, I want to tell you all thanks for joining the show. And um, I love hearing the stories you guys have. So if you guys have stories, if you have any other, it doesn't have to be. I'm I'm always inviting you guys to call in and ask your psychic questions. Uh, If you guys want to have a house party like Karen did, please give me a call. It's a, a minimum eight people. Um, when you have eight people uh, for a psychic reading, it's between about 12- and 15-minute reading, uh, $60 per person, cash only. You as the hostess get your reading for free. It is a very fun party. And um, you can give me a call uh, for a more in-depth reading at area code 219-940-9292. Again, that number is 219-940-9292, or you can check me out at coffeepsychic.com. You can check out the deals that I have for the holidays right now. And um, I just want to send my love out to everybody, and thank you for listening. Make sure you join us right back here next week at uh, Your Psychic Connection at Blog Talk Radio. All right, you guys, I'm going to go to my last caller, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. <laughs>